who knocks out everybody and no one can whoop him. That's when that little Cassius Clay from Louisville, Kentucky came up and stopped Sonny Liston, the man who annihilated Floyd Patterson twice. He was going to kill me. But he hit harder than George. His reach was longer than George. He was a better boxer than George. And I'm better now than I was when you saw that 22-year-old undeveloped kid running from Sonny Liston. I'm experienced now, professional. Jaws been broke, been lost, knocked down a couple of times. Bad. Been chopping trees. I done something new for this fight. I'd have wrestled with an alligator. That's right. I have wrestled with an alligator. I done tussled with a whale. I done handcuffed lightning, throw thunder in jail. That's bad. Only last week, I murdered a rock, injured a stone, hospitalized a brick. I'm so mean, I make medicine sick. Bad dude. Bad. Fast. Fast. Fast! Last night I cut the light off my bedroom, hit the switch, was in the bed before the room was dark. Incredible. Fast. Incredible. And you, George Fullman, all of you chumps are gonna bow when I whoop him. All of you. I know you got him. I know you got him picked. But the man's in trouble. I'm gonna show you how great I am. Well, it's finally here, 2020. We are in the new decade. Um, we're starting from the start of our new decade i hope everyone had a wonderful 2019 um hope you all got drunk um you know said some stuff that you wouldn't say normally uh hope there wasn't any fights but all in all i hope that you know the promises that you told yourselves on how to better yourself individually and if it's not individually um as a group um hopefully that all comes to fruition but um all in all welcome to all things relatable that is the relatable source i may add uh, if you're new here thank you so much for listening i i really do appreciate it um this has been a passion project of mine uh that i started it almost just came out of out of nowhere uh, basically i was sitting actually no my mom took me to visit my grandma um and i love that lady dearly and out of nowhere um she left so i stayed with her i made her some food uh we were drinking some tea and what a 20 minute conversation on how i was a little kid turned into a four hour uh words of wisdom from my grandma that really uh, ticked my head and, and it said if, if i keep if i keep sitting down with um people and have these discussions and these are really really interesting discussions uh, why not present it in a way where everyone else can hear and I can get more opinions and if it will be a win-win situation where I'll be back and forth where I can learn people can learn with their feedback and suggestions on what they what they provide for me and and yeah but um, again thank you again for listening this podcast is a hundred percent free uh, but I do ask for a small fee if, if if you find something that you can relate to something that will put value into your life or something that you will disagree with or, or don't like but still want to stick in and find out more I ask that you tell a friend a group of friends or if you really want to hook a brother up you know a five-star rating on, on where you're listening to this from really does help so uh, so the next time you're having a conversation with uh, your friends family or colleagues or anyone in general give me a plug uh, tell them about this podcast or even yet yeah, suggest some topics that you would love for me to talk about uh, this podcast is not intended for me to preach my knowledge but because I generally want to learn myself from the research that I do on, on when I present these topics from and and but I also really really value the feedback and and suggestions that you guys provide um, from from all of you uh, you know it's, it's valued and appreciated um, 
but yeah it, it's it's a very interesting time uh for myself you know being being in a in a in a day and age where it's so quick to be presenting information when we have it at our fingertips and everything is going so fast you barely have time to think for yourself and and then you have the topic of you know the new year's coming and and what are you going to do in the new decade and then uh, the old decade's about to finish so you reflect back on what actually what sort of achievements that you provided but really you you're kind of stuck in this position where you don't really know um, if your positives outweigh the negatives of what you achieved in, in the decade. And, and, and that basically leads me to this. Today, you hear about the concept of New Year's resolutions and, and how we could overcome the failure in not sticking to our plans. Um, on New Year's Eve, I reflect, like I said, I take a moment to acknowledge my achievements it's almost like second nature at this point and and I, I see how far I've come in just the 12 months I see the emotional progress focusing on the relationships that really matter to me that I've that I've gained and then maintained uh, I see my efforts to make this world a better place um, I'm not saying like I'm Steve Jobs or anything like that providing little innovations or inventions but you know general little things that maybe I can uh, provide to the people around me or the surroundings and the environment that I'm in, um, I dwell on the positive thoughts, let them soak in a little deeper, then take a deep and relaxing, <sighs> take a deep relaxing breath, and then the new year can come. And then I start over, building a new layer upon the foundational achievements that came before. Although, although that does sound like a good plan, achieving these goals, it never really goes the way I want it to. Um, and, and I really wanted, I really, wanted to take this a bit further um, and see why these sort of don't happen why do we always set achievements or goals and then we look back at them and we think fuck why did i not achieve these and at the end of the day it's 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 usually you know us being lazy um us really forgetting about these plans and not following through and it usually just it's january january the month of january is usually the month that we always you know oh i'm gonna go through i'm gonna i'm gonna start you know building up these relationships and networking or i'm gonna be fit i'm gonna start going to the gym every single day and then things start coming in you get distracted but i really want to I, I, I actually i really want to give you the setting so you can imagine this perfectly this is definitely one new year's that i've spent and i think i will always it will basically always stick with me for the rest of my life but not for an inspirational motivational reasons but i think it was the aesthetic of my surrounding the people that i was with the music and definitely what i was doing that really continues to bury that memory that that painting and, and make it into a memory so just think back in time this was in 20 2014 and it was new year's eve in sydney australia the time was 9 p.m and I get a message from one of my close friends, Nihad, Nihad and Elvis, saying that everyone is going to go to our our mate's house, Rami. Rami um, was basically the chill place to go to. It was, it was sort of that setting where you would sit in the, in the garage and just start talking, start having, you know, um, eating, drinking, watching, playing playing games and, and so forth. So, uh, yeah, it was, it was, the idea was to go there. Everyone's going to be there. We're going to play be playing poker and chilling now normally in my situation that literally sounds like 
such a good plan but because of my nationality aka the culture and my parents and cousins that almost seemed like mission impossible the issue was that my parents did not allow me or my brothers to leave the family gatherings on new year's eve for no reason whatsoever if my older brother wasn't allowed to go and he wasn't fighting or pleading with my parents to let him go or go hang out with his friends then there is no fucking way that i'm going there it's basically impossible for me to even mention the fact that i'm going to go over rami's house and and chill there so so i messaged elvis and nihad and told them that i'll meet them there i don't know how but i'm going to meet them there if it takes everything out of me so we we're sitting at the family gathering um, everyone's enjoying themselves but me because i can't associate with no one in that place everyone is discussing everyone's a bit older too um, they're all discussing their their time and, and they're speaking in in the native tongue and, and usually i'm not very um uh not comfortable not the, i'm not saying the word is comfortable i'm not i'm not really familiar with that setting everyone's talking about what happened what happened to this sort of friend but i'm just sitting down i'm literally just sitting down watching tv and eating um my dad would usually just come up to me and give me a corona and start telling me to drink maybe I'll, I'll have more fun but what that that's the saddest thing possible imagine trying to drink your boredness to wait for new year's eve to hit so for the next 45 minutes i was arguing and presenting my arguments clearly to my parents on why i should be excused from this family gathering because one all of my cousins are not here the cousins that are my age and I'm, and I'm spending my time babysitting the little ones who are fucking devils. No offense, but I still love them. And two, I have no form of communication or reliability with the conversations that are happening with my parents and aunties. And three, I'm fucking bored. So eventually, they probably got tired of me um, continuing blabbing on about this and, and let me go. So I drove there. I drove to Rami's house and was literally, it was, it was about three minutes away to where, uh, to where the family gathering was. Um, so it was sweet. All the boys, as soon as I got there, all the boys were there. Rami, Nihad, Elvis, and Ali. At the time, we, we called ourselves the Wolfpack. Um, now, the Wolfpack all obviously started from that movie, The Hangover. We all watched that Hangover uh, movie the first time and then we all came out and we're like we're, we're trying to distinguish on which characters we would be i was basically Stu, the one with the glasses because i'm literally the only one in that group that wears glasses um and we also had our close friend jerson who was the only exception out of anyone outside of the wolf pack to be in it jerson jerson was special is special now the poker table was set up and the chair was waiting for me to sit on it we played it was amazing chilled everyone was having a good time talking about the past reminiscing exactly where we were and how we're going to get there and so forth and so far and you'd always have now this 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 always used to come in because it was a, in my mind it, it's sort of a tradition if it doesn't happen then then something's wrong with the universe you'd always have nihad talk about memories of us in high school or rami talk about memories of us in high school and then it would just continue on and on and then we would all reminisce it about um, it was beautiful, I gotta, I gotta say, and it was, the, it was the perfect weather. No wind, not cool or warm, but, but just right. Perfect. Now, New Year's came by, and it's customary that all Middle Eastern, all Middle Easterns would, would kiss on the cheek twice to three times to wish you a happy New Year, and that the coming year would welcome 
um, in such success and happiness. Now, Elvis, Nihad, Rami, and Ali are Middle Easterns, including myself. But Jerson, now Jerson is East Timorese, which is basically Portuguese. Actually, it is Portuguese. They speak Portuguese. Um, but I don't want to offend the East Timorese community. You know, I've got so much love for them. Um, but uh, he's, he's Middle Eastern at heart to us. And we all ended up wishing each other um, Happy New Year. You know, um, kisses to all the boys. Uh, some of the boys left afterwards and it was around 3 a.m. And I think that was, at that time, it was just myself, Nihad and Rami. And we were sitting on the table outside in the backyard, still talking reminiscing about the past because it's you know that can go on for hours someone brings up a topic we'll talk about that topic remember that girl i did something with that girl like remember that guy we had a fight an argument over this tiny little thing and then and then Nihad brings up the following topic boys what are your new year's resolution now normally when that question is being brought up it really makes you think what is my new year's resolution i mean as a marketer I've come across and even took part in behavioral addiction. I know how easy you can fall into bad habits and 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 why on trying to give up these bad habits, it's, it's easy to relapse. And resolutions usually come in the form of lifestyle changes and changing behavior that has become routine and habitual. Even if they are not problematic, it can be hard to do. And you always have the usual resolutions losing weight, doing more exercise, quitting smoking and saving money. Now, the main reason that I think we don't, and this is, this is now I'm speaking to all of us and they're saying, this is just coming from my opinion. The only, the main reason that I think we don't, we don't stick to our resolutions is that we set too many and they are so unrealistic to achieve that we put so much pressure on ourselves. We may also be victims of false hope syndrome, now, false hope syndrome is, is characterized by a person's unrealistic expectations about the likely speed, amount, ease, and consequences of changing our behavior. Now, at that time in 2014, at Rami's house at 3 a.m., um, and you can hear Sam Smith's song playing in the background because we like I think at that time it was Latch, Latch Sam Smith because it was it's setting the vibe. It was, it was very mellow. It was chilled. But it was, it was turned down a little. And that time I looked at Nihad and said the following. Um, for one, I want to pass my first year at university. That was a big one for me. And considering that, that I was the first out of my family to go to university, as well as the first out of all my male, my male cousins in Australia, which are in the 50s to probably more to go to university, it, it was massive. Um, second is I wanted to get closer to God. I don't care what you guys say. I'm, I'm a believer in and I'm following. I'm a follower with the big man. Um, he's he's helped me get through some tough times and, and guided me through the good, the good times and the bad times. So I don't fall off, you know. Um, three, I wanted to meet uh, the woman that will bear my children, my future children. Now, usually with this one, I I always say because I've been always the type to find to want to find someone and get married, have a bunch of kids, and live and grow, whatever. And then, you know the typical lifestyle. Um, and finally, continue with my fitness and, and achieve maximum performance with, with gym, sport, etc. And finally, uh, so I actually, no, I said, I said that was the final one. No, no, this, that was the fourth one. And finally, the biggest one was I wanted to find an internship with marketing. As, 
as shit as that sounds, it was almost impossible for me to find one, find an internship or, or some experience without having any experience under my belt. The amount of applications that I put in and always got declined because I, I didn't have any experience. And then that sort of does not make sense. I'm applying to the role where you said you don't need any experience. You will grow and develop within the company. And you come back to me that I don't have experience. The state that, that we're in now. Now, for some people, I think I think it takes something radical for them to change their ways. It might have to take a medical diagnosis to make someone give up alcohol, caffeine, or, or it could take uh, pregnancy to give up smoking. You'll give yourself your best shot at success if you set a goal that's doable and meaningful too. I mean, that's that's really logical to think about. But I've always found that at the end of the day, making them realistic and following through with those goals, meaning that they should be smart goals. And by smart, I don't mean, I don't mean the actual word. I mean, there's an acronym for it. Many could, many could be familiar with it, but it's an acronym coined in the Journal Management Review in 1981, which stands for specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, and time bound, time bound, hyphen, time hyphen bound. And it is reflective in management under business or commerce structure. But I think with this sort of acronym, it could also help us out if we follow or if we could link with the acronym. Now, I said there were SMART does stand for specific, measurable, achievable, relevant and time bound. And, you know, first of all, we'll go through with specific. Now, your, your resolution should be absolutely clear. Making a concrete goal, goal is really important rather than just vaguely saying, I want to lose weight. You want to have a goal. How much weight do you want to lose and, and at what time interval? When I mentioned the fitness thing, the... Uh, or the fitness goal, I wanted to get, you know, uh, going to the gym more often and then and then having a good body. The only spe specified specific action that I had was gaining a gym membership and then and the amount of times I set for going to the gym. Normally, I didn't, I, I really didn't count the days, but rather the behavior of my motivation to hit the gym. And I asked myself that if I were, if I was ever bored, I have time on my hands, which is, which at the time was, was, you know, there was a lot of time that I had on my hands and a lot of days on my lifestyle then i would schedule a time at night to go to the gym now usually that time would be around 8 30 to 9 p.m because i would be done with uni not be working and not many people would be at the gym at that time meaning i would have more chances of using the machines and gym equipment um, additionally you know i just wanted to look good shirtless if i had to be completely honest with you i mean i mean the motivation that i that i looked was every single time i'm doing something that and i feel like like oh my arms are getting a bit bigger maybe you know i don't think anyone's around take my shirt off and start doing the work and i can see the progress you know and i sound like the biggest flop you know but that that was that was it you know and to be completely honest with you um it was good but it wasn't good enough because looks can be deceiving. The second is measurable. Now, this may seem obvious. 
if your goal is a fitness or weight loss related one but it's also important if you're trying to cut back on something too if for example if you want to stop biting your nails take pictures of your nails over time so you can track your progress and and how those nails grow back um and that that came from a psychologist it wasn't me i'm to be fair i would never say that because it sounds a bit psychotic um taking photos of your of your nails but um a psychologist by the name of jeffrey gardier and a, a professor at Turo college of osteopathic medicine now logging progress into a journal or making notes on your phone or in an app designed to help you track behaviors it can reinforce that progress no matter what resolution you may be in besides the fitness resolutions on specific i was gearing measurable with cutting back my use with social media it failed miserably now for one i had no idea that my field relied this much on social media alone and not just that the the fucking smartphone that i got was like it was like a bible which to be completely frank with you it still is till this day but like the saying goes don't bite the hand that feeds you although that doesn't necessarily mean to still continue on with that when looking at a resolution like cutting down on social media i think i think a thing of hiking measuring the amount of hiking that i would do um each week would help there was this place um there was this place i usually go to in the blue mountains in sydney australia uh this place is it's, it's beautiful it's gorgeous and it's called Wentworth falls it's got it's got a massive track that takes you to the top of the mountain um about four hours if you want to take the, the hard track which usually i would do um because then you would see all the sceneries you'd be on the top you'd see you'd see everything you'd hear everything everything's like quiet and and it's just nature and you, you, the, the air the air quality was amazing the air quality was mwah, chef's kiss um and yeah it had the freshest air known to mankind like literally the breathing in actual air with no pollution amazing waterfalls everywhere scenery was amazing and it's just quiet now the motivating part is that it gives no reception zero reception You're, you have no bars on your phone so you're not going to be on your phone checking social media maybe take a few photos here and there but that's the beauty of it it's literally my version of one with nature i would go there and knowing that i don't have the excuse of checking my phone because i literally can't check my phone i'll put it in my bag and i'll go whenever i find like a specific place even if i go with friends like we'll take photos on on like at the edge of the mountain and then just like you know, take some photos and videos of, of the of, of nature itself the waterfalls every every you know all the surrounding places and so forth and 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 you know it'll be a good time um if it's not hiking it's, it's going to different places and, and measuring those places and and the amount of times that you do go you know and and I've, you know i to be honest it, it helped it helped a lot uh coming from a person that really relies that heavily um with the career that i have um and it's it's increased heavily i I really need that it's like my it's like my addiction uh to my version of cigarettes you know um something that i need well then again i don't i don't think people need them um i'm if i had to guess it's more of a want sort of aspect but it turns into a need 
where if you're stressed out you want it and so forth and you know what hiking does help out it helped me out when, when i was stressed on any stress relief um so with, with the people that i would go it's, it's a nice you know conversation you would speak on things and, and and communicate and so forth so it was beautiful um but the third is achievable and this is, this doesn't mean that you can you can't have a big stretch of goals or stretch on goals but trying to take too big of a step too fast can leave you frustrated or affect other areas of your life to the point that your resolution takes over your life and both you and your friends and family flail so for example resolving to save money to retire in five years when you're 30 years old is probably not realistic to say the least by saving an extra hundred dollars a month maybe and if that's easy you can slide that number up to an extra 200 300 400 a month and for me i used to have this goal and it started back in 2016 i remember this day you know i was in the medical medical center and i was sitting down and i'm and i you know i was i it was it was sort of the 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 turnaround because it was sort of like that thing where you always remember the place that you were at just like you know the new year's eve in 2014 I don't know, it's just like a memory image that I always that always pops into my head when I think about this. Now, me and the fam weren't aren't exactly rich. Uh, me me and the fam aren't exactly rich or wealthy, but we've we've lived a happy life after all we've been through. You know, now now for financial reasons, my dad told me and my brothers that we needed to be thinking about our own money to save up and start thinking about our futures. It could be a university payments, rent, food hanging out with friends, money, enjoying life money, you know, saving up for a house money, even paying for girlfriend's gift money, food, and everything, everything money. Now, the, the guy, my dad was just old-fashioned, but his words were words of wisdom. So I set up a net savings account the same day that he told us about this. And I had a goal of, of putting in $50 each fortnight. So the net savings account basically automatically took payment from my pay slips at my jobs, which at the time I was working at Officeworks, which is a chain of office supply stores located across Australia. Think of it as a supermarket for office supplies. And I was also working at Event Cinemas, a local. It was it was a local movie theater. Um, you know, and it was the best job I got to say. I was getting free tickets, free movie tickets, and it was just chilled. I mean, the the shit that I've seen on there, like you, you know how they usually tell you, oh yeah, people people um, are, are so dirty that they literally have sex on 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 while while the movie's playing. That happened. That happened on a, on on a regular basis. I've actually caught two people. This was a kids movie, and it was filled. It was it was filled with people. They were sitting right at the front while people were at the back and honestly that movie theater was packed can't remember what movie it was but as i got closer i put the flashlight on them and the girl pretended <laughs> the girl pretended that she dropped the keys well the imaginary keys and she was just looking for her naked um now obviously you know i felt bad because at the time you know i just i felt like i was i i literally did cock block the guy and i can see the the hurt and and embarrassment in both of their faces so literally i would wait for them uh to put all their clothes back on and, and tell them to leave because that was procedure that was literally procedure but back to this now 
Now, now, these jobs would pay me on a fortnightly basis. And then the $50 that I originally told net, the net savings account people to put in there, uh, they'll basically be taken off. Uh, but then I realized that I can spare a lot more on my net savings. So $50 turned to $100. And then it kept increasing over time. Um, but I think the moral from this is that you can put a lot of pressure on you when you set achievable goals that tend to really break when you don't achieve them. So it's all about setting the baby steps formula, you know, crawling to make it easy for yourself. And then when, when you know you can go harder to achieve that goal a lot quicker, then start walking and eventually you'll be running to that goal. I guess that's that's exactly what happened to me. And if that's not a quote, then I don't know what it is. You know, stamp that, make it a 2020 quote, get on on t-shirts, put on the baby shirt, you're set. Now, the fourth is relevant. And a psychiatrist that goes by the name of Dr. Michael Bennett was, who was also the co-author of two self, self-help, uh, let me say that, self-help books, said that if you do the goal, out of the sense of self-hate or remorse or a strong passion in that moment, temporary moment, it usually won't last long to be fulfilled. You gotta ask, is, is this is this a goal that really matters to you or are you really making it for the right reasons? And he continues to say, if you build up a process where you're thinking harder about what's good for you, you're changing the structure of your life, you're bringing people into your life who will reinforce that resolution, then then maybe you have a fighting chance. Now, personally, what strikes me with the relevant goal setting is that it should be, it, it really should be some t- something that really can be beneficial in your life, but relates to a permanent setting and not just, not just a temporary thought. Think of it this way, letting go of closure. Letting go of closure. And I know that that could really be hard for some people and, and it really, it's a bitch um, for even myself to get rid of, but and um, I, I'm not going to say that I got re- re- completely rid of it, but but when you really think about it, we are all just programmed in a society that deems it necessary to need validation from all aspects that we come across, being that it is a job offer that you applied for, a relationship that's going to happen or will, or will end, or even a promotion that you've been you know been been working so hard for, but someone else got. The desire to have closure or resolution in any given situation is human nature. It's in us. We like to have things come full circle. We want an explanation. We want those explanations for things that we don't understand. We can find it very difficult to move forward if we don't have the type of closure we want. And we tend to find it very, very difficult, actually. Um, Sometimes we, we get stuck and we have blank spaces in our heads that we literally do nothing. Um, and, and this happens in many, many relationships, especially after a breakup, you know, most people are, are, are familiar with the term ghosting when, when somebody, you know, becomes silent and, and want to respond, uh, to your messages, you may, you may have a desire for closure and then you, you have no desire to respond, you know, but how do we overcome it? Honestly, I'm no psychologist or psychiatrist, but they say writing down shit or speaking it to someone may help. I mean, eh, maybe. Maybe it does help, you know, to some people. Normally for me, distractions. You know, distracting yourself by planning stuff with your mates really kicks it in. Um, or, uh, 
you know, or, or else it uh, it really does for me. Hanging out with with them as much as possible, goes to shows, well, going to shows, do activities you never thought you would do uh, or be an option for you to do. Anything that could one benefit your happiness or two distract you from the toxicity. And fifth, the fifth and final being time bound. Like like achievable, the timeline towards reaching your goal should be realistic too. That means giving yourself enough time to do it with lots of smaller intermediate goals set up along the way. You know, focuses on on these small wins so you can make gradual progresses. Um, Charles Duhigg, author of The Power of Habit and a former New York Times writer said, if you're building a habit, you're planning for the next decade, not the next couple of months. But see, some really like living in the moment and it isn't in their nature to be thinking ahead of time. But even considering resolutions that will take time and and give you and by giving yourself the adequate amount of time to not only complete that resolution, but also imprint it within your life, then, well, you've pretty much cracked the code on finalizing your New Year's resolutions. Um, But like me, myself, I always tend to look ahead of time, regardless of what I do. Sometimes it can be a curse because, you know, it can it can affect me negatively. Maybe sometimes I just need to chill, live in the moment and just take it all in. But I've I don't know, I've, I've, I used to be like that actually, but I think, I don't want to say brainwashed, but with the people that, I, that were around me throughout the years, you know, the surrounding areas, my jobs, the, the different corporate, corporate situations that I've been in, um, university, uh, schooling in, in particular, and, and people that are, that are planning careers, relationships, and so forth, I've always looked into adapting to that nature and, and thinking ahead. Which is why I guess I always answer the question on what my New Year's resolution is because I always think about what I want to improve or what I want to achieve or what I want to gain and what I want to lose and so forth. You know, usually you'll tell people um, what your New Year's resolution, like like um, the amazing Kaza, who's a receptionist at, at, at the physiotherapy clinic that I work at um, on the weekend. She, I asked her the same questions like I never, I never set New Year's resolution goals. I, I think they're pointless. Um, and with with her understanding, I, I feel that she always lives in the moment. She takes it all in. If she wants to achieve something, she'll go and achieve it. She doesn't want to set up plans and so forth. It's a structure to her. Now, I'm not saying that it's always successful to her. I'm pretty sure she has some negative aspects in her life because of that same pattern that she chooses. Um, it's sort of a 50-50. You always want to look into the person that you are and, and see what really does help me do should i live in the moment or should i continue to stop living in the moment and start thinking about uh, ahead of time like for example i made jerson from earlier that's jerson by the way not jason jerson j-e-r-s-o-n it's a very unique name now jerson i i from from the years that i've known him since 2007 um he is a person that i can i can definitely say that he lives in the moment he always lives in the moment he's always you know of free thinking and, and, and it's also reflective on his cousins his 300,000 cousins which by the way if they're listening to this much love to the Eastern Marie's community um, but yeah they've, they sort of live in the moment and, and, and take it all in and, and if something does come up to it they, they'll, they're sort of programmed to just adapt to it and just continue on flowing 
you know whereas if it's myself rami even nihad elvis you know um we're sort of programmed to be thinking ahead of time on on things like that and and like i said there's negativity in both you know there's there's failures in both there's successes in both you just got to take on the sort of person you are and yeah at the end of the day you've pretty much cracked the code on finalizing your new year's resolutions and and basically it's, it's amazing when you have this discussion and reflect on all the new year's resolutions from the past and and the fact that almost none of them get filled get fulfilled the question on what's your new year's resolution it's 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 really a social construct that's why you get people getting moody when you ask them that question saying why should i have one each year you should be focusing on setting goals each time you have the opportunity these kinds of people again would i like to say they live in the moment you know and but sometimes they like to think ahead they just want to they just want don't want to conform to society which is you know that's per, that's fine it, it, it is what it is but in reality setting specific measurable achievable relevant and time-bound goals will get you somewhere and i can guarantee it and you know i've followed it um, i want to say i'm 100 percent fulfilling everything that i need to fulfill because sometimes things are just out of my control in a management section when it comes to you know finding a wife <laughs> finding finding um friendships that will last and things like that but what i'm saying is like finding that job career um going to the gym fitness uh reading books so forth you know so things that you can actually manage and control um we're in the new year right now we're in the first couple of pages in 2020 uh in a 365 page book filled with new opportunities failures successes heartbreaks downfalls turnarounds but i guess the most important thing is keeping composure staying put and going with the flow finally i just want to wish you guys a happy new year Thanks for tuning in. This has been The Relatable Source. I am your host, Bass. Um, if you want to know, or if you want to put a face to this voice, you can follow my personal Instagram. It's buzz95, that's B-O-O-Z-95. Or if you want to, you know, hook a brother up and help um, support this uh, this podcast. Uh, I, do have a, I do have a podcast page on Instagram for this. It's literally The Relatable Source. Um, that's T-H-E r-e-l-a-t-a-b-l-e source not source as in new source but source as in the ketchup bottle now but yeah i want to wish you all a happy new year um a wonderful new year to begin with uh with 2020 you got so much coming up you know that that you're probably planning on on on, on killing it achieving it um even you know if you're if you're a, I guess an introvert like to be in yourself um, that's fine too or an extrovert like like needing help with from different people um, or even in the middle that's fine but all in all I wish you all so much success coming in the new year and I hope you guys sort of spread that message around to different people but again thanks for tuning in I'll see you next time <laughs>